Hello and welcome to Anfield Extra. It's the Liverpool Review Podcast. No Andy Kelly again, gallivanting, so you're stuck with me, Neil Jones. I have got with me uh, a new new uh, appearance, Joe Rimmer. How are you, Joe? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Good, good. And I'm delighted to say we've also got a special guest. Not that Joe isn't special. <laughs> we've got a uh, former Liverpool midfielder, former uh, midfield maestro, Jan Mulby. How are you, Jan? You OK? Um, just excellent, Neil. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm saying former midfield maestro. I'm, you, you still are, no. aren't you? Well, no? yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, but I certainly don't play anymore. Yeah. I've retired from all forms of the game. Yeah. Retired from all forms? Didn't even make a big fuss either? No, no break? No, there was, no, there was no need. I think there'd been too many in the past of these big farewells, <laughs> and not all of them had gone to plan, had yeah, they? Yeah. I didn't want to go through what Gerard went through in his last home game and his last game at, at, at Stoke, you know. Yeah, so. you didn't want that over so I just little, decided little five side No, scene. exactly. I, slapped, <laughs> I slipped out to the side door. <laughs> I must say, the last time I, I saw Jan on the football field, he, uh, he nutmegged James Pearce at uh, Melwood, so... That is probably probably one of your proudest moments. Yeah, and it's not easy, is it? Those little squat legs, you know, (laughs) you try and get them all. Those little squat legs. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. The only reason I've come in this podcast, I was hoping to tempt him down to Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now it looks like ruled himself out. Dreams dashed. It's official now. Yeah, dreams dashed. Story on that straight away. But but, uh, dreams dashed in that sense. But uh, dreams very much on after after last night. Then back in the uh, back into the the grind of the season and, and Liverpool. Been a bit of a negative start, but that was a, a positive, uh, positive result out in Hoffenheim, wasn't it for Liverpool? And yeah, it was. Gives them a good chance. I mean, obviously, when we, when we qualified for the Champions League playoffs, uh, I think everybody thought, almost regardless of who we get, we'll be favourites, and we should be okay. And obviously, the big thing with that is that second leg at Anfield, isn't it? We've seen in the past. I mean, just go back to the Dortmund game, isn't it? When you, where you think, but Anfield on these nights have a special feeling and you always felt that if we were going to run into any trouble in Hoffenheim you'd always be able to put it right but as it turned out uh, we got a great result but more importantly Hoffenheim are now forced to really come at us Yeah. and I think we've seen enough last night to suggest that that will give us opportunities with our pace yeah absolutely I mean does it it seems to be the way you, I don't know if it's the modern fan the modern method of of, of putting your points across or whatever. There just seems to be a, even a bit of a downbeat atmosphere in the last because of the goal in the last few minutes. But if you just said in the morning you get a 2-1 win over, over half an hour and they've got to score two without reply at Anfield, you'd have, t- you'd have taken that all day, wouldn't you, at the start yeah. of the day? I think most of us thought that was the, the toughest tie they could have got out of all the qualifiers. So to go there and win, yeah. you know, if you'd asked me before the game, I said a draw would have been a good result over there. Yeah, score a draw. Score a draw, draw yeah. take it back to Anfield. I mean, what Klopp said, didn't he? He'd have taken an 8-7 win. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, he got it. That's how both played, didn't it? Yeah. Both teams played like that. And yeah. he, he obviously yeah, knew that yeah, Klopp, didn't yeah. he? That they're going to have a go. So, I mean, I think it's just a result of it being 2-0 up to late on and then one small lapse and a, a great finish. To yeah, it was a great strike. A really, really good strike. And, and, and it's 2-1, but you take that all day. So, yeah, yeah. there's plenty to be positive about. They, they hadn't lost point. the home since May 2016. I think, mm. I think Liverpool were only the third team to beat... Nagelsmann's Hoffenheim at, at, at that stadium um, it, it, it was one of those games there was, there was some pace to it wasn't it it, didn't, it, was, it wasn't like a first leg it was like a it was like a one off game wasn't it almost yeah but if, if I mean obviously we, we know everything there is to know about Liverpool so we're not surprised they want to play a high tempo game and you know reading things before the game you also quickly realise that's how they play isn't it yeah. they like to press they like to make the pitch big they, they want to play an energetic game uh, and, and I think both teams managed to play the way they, they wanted to play the game uh, in the end what decided the game 
because we have more quality. They don't have a Sadio Mane, they don't have a, a Mo Salah, and that in the end was the deciding factor. Yeah, I, you, you touched on those two. I mean, Mane was probably, I thought he was taking Trent out of the equation because obviously the goal can distort a little bit, but I thought Mane was Liverpool's, he was carrying the, the threat in the first half, certainly, and he, he kept that going. Well, Mane has is, is, is stepped up, hasn't he? I, I felt that when he came to Liverpool and the first few, he was like an all action man, wasn't he? It was all his pace and his tricking, whatever. But he stepped up a level now, hasn't he? He now knows when he gets the ball, he knows that he's got the defender, yeah. So he now mixes his game up. Sometimes yeah. he goes by him with his pace, other time he dribbles past people, but also the ability to slow play down yeah. and then play other players in. Yeah. Because when he's slowing things down and people are doubling up on him, other people are free. And he's now added that to his game. Yeah. Great little passes where the game totally changes. So as a whole package, He's probably improved 20% since he joined Liverpool. Yeah. What has happened is that, unfortunately, he's now fallen into that category of very few players that every club in the world are interested in. Yeah. You know? So, as much as we're talking about the Philip Coutinho, it can only be a matter of time before somebody knocks and goes, this boy's Sonny is, Manny, sorry, is, yeah, is a bit special. Was he 25 as well, Manny? Yeah, but it's much more just about his, his game is now about more than just his pace and whatever, isn't he? He's, he's the whole package. And, Stopping short of just saying sensational, isn't it? But he is yeah. very, very, very good. I mean, I mean, Joe, there he's moved as well with from the right to the left. Doesn't seem to have dimmed any any sort of impact. Does it? And he looks just even more dangerous. And that's the exciting thing, because you think that him and, and Salah can switch, can't yeah. they? If they want, Firmino drifts around the pitch as well. Um, I, I, I thought he was absolutely fantastic last night. I love the way he receives the ball. He always mm. receives the ball straight, and he turns in a stride and and, and gets at them. And he created the free kick um, yeah. through just a lovely piece. He saw a little gap, and he skipped through it quicker than they could sort of close it up. Yeah, they? Yeah. they knew though, didn't they? Yeah, oh yeah, they knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, 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 they thought they was, job done, didn't they? Yeah. When they pulled him back, yeah, they thought, yeah, good yeah. foul, yeah. Yeah. good good yeah. foul yeah. to concede. But, uh, but he, he didn't have to take advantage of the and try and get through there. So Barcelona, <laughs> they could be after the wrong player, couldn't they? Because. <laughs> Keep that quiet, Joe. Eh? I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're they, all listening. They, they all subscribe yeah. to the Liverpool <laughs> Review yeah. podcast. But I mean, um, you touched on on the the attack there, Jan. I wanted to ask you about the midfield because as someone who's played in that position, you've played obviously deep midfield, you played advanced midfield, you played centre, more orthodox. There seems to be something missing in mm. that blend. Especially when them three play together, when it's Henderson, Chan, Wijnaldum, yeah. what what is missing from that? Is it is it legs? Is it no? I don't think it's is it range. It's it's not necessarily legs because they're all strong runners, aren't they? But none of them are really sharp movers, are they? You yeah. Know? So reading the game and picking up things and whatever, but they'll all go all day, won't they? they, they yeah. They've all three of them got diesel motors, haven't they? They'll go and they'll go and they'll go. Uh, but you, you're absolutely spot on. There's something wrong. And I, after half an hour last night, I'm thinking, I haven't seen any of our midfield players. Yeah. But I haven't said that. In the two games so far, the one thing we really failed to do in any of the games is control the games, yeah, yeah. isn't it? You know. We're, we don't mind playing a 100 mile an hour game from end to end, we can quite cope with that. But sometimes as a fan, you just want them to go for 20 minutes, go, yeah. this is our Nothing game. Happens. This belongs to us, you know what I mean? What happens beyond that? And, and that's that's where we're struggling a little bit. Although I thought when he was given the opportunity by Naldum, you know, a couple of really good long passes. Yeah. But, but then the way Hoffenheim played, that lended itself to some long passes in there because of the high line and the fact that they didn't have many men behind the ball. Um, so what is missing? I think it's missing is is it's, it's that controlling midfield player, you know, that kind of gets players involved with short passes, gets it back, and we just play for a little yeah. while. But 
you know, we we we're, we're always in a rush, aren't we? Yeah. You know, and can can you have that control with um, with the probably way Liverpool want to play because they don't it's seem more they don't seem to want to play that way. Do no, they? they don't. No, they don't. And that's what we always say about you know that sort of playmaker type. And you know, we often talk about Sammy Alonso who's just retiring, but he would never ever be of interest to Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. That's not the type he wants. You know, he wants players who's in the game. Yeah. Whereas Sabio Alonso plays outside the game, but passes the ball into the game, yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean, into the action, isn't it? So, yeah, I think we. He's been here long enough, club, for us to understand that. He plays with high risks, and we just got to accept that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kate is the one he wants, isn't he? And he seems to be someone a bit of a scurrier, a dribbler who, who who can maybe change the pace of a midfield a bit. Is is that sort of? Are we seeing a little bit in these first two games why why Klopp wants him? Yeah, I think so. I think he's he's an all action man, isn't he? By the sounds of things, he's he's very much box to box in in the old style. But yeah, I'd be interested. Do you think, Jan, that it's partly because Liverpool play so they have two wingers that play so high up mm-hmm. the pitch that the three midfield lads they are it's almost they impossible. Have to so much yeah, space, it's almost impossible. They? And then some people go and the midfield three don't offer an awful lot of protection to the centre half, but. Really? Yeah. Can you do it all? And they press high up as well. They don't press they? high yeah. up. I mean, Klopp, Klopp demands, yeah. and 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 he demands more, and then a little bit more. But it is sometimes difficult, isn't it? And give some credit to Hoffenheim. They're a well-drilled outfit. They know what they're doing. They know how yeah. to play. Um, so, so the midfield for for large class last night looked bang average. I think that's yeah. the best way of describing it. Yeah, I, I think um, it was. Uh, I was in the office with uh, with Ian Doyle, and about twenty minutes into the second half, I think he just remarked. In a very doily fashion, um, oh, why Naldum's playing? I yeah, think that, that was sort of what he, you know, he said. I, I literally haven't noticed him, and I thought. Um, I'm sure if you look at their stats in terms of how far they ran, yeah, he probably ran half yeah. a marathon. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, and I imagine there's interceptions and tackles yeah. and aerial duels won Absolutely. as well. But it just it did seem a little bit like oh, to the, to the it naked wasn't a very eye, European. To the naked eye, you kind of go, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, like you say, an away tie away in Europe against a team you're better than. Yeah. You know, but whatever way we, we, we wrap this up, Liverpool are better than Hoffenheim. And you'd have thought we'd have just gone and controlled the game yeah. and we'd have seen plenty of action for the midfield players, but that wasn't the case. It's it's is it a negative last night? It's not a negative, is it? Yeah. But, but it might in some games as as we as we go along. Yeah. Um Klopp said he was he was happy with the defensive performance. Um <laughs> caused a bit of a stir with, with some fans who were less less enamoured by it. We we were talking on the way in there, Jan, about that set piece towards the end and just sort of almost the naivety of the way they set up for a, a 90th minute free kick. I, I, I the think it is. Area. But that is that is that naive or is that just no, it's, a it's flawed Klopp. a flawed way of thinking or a flawed but, setup? That, that but again, it's, it's 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 Klopp trying to to deal with with our weakness, and by that he then decides to be ag- aggressive. So what we're talking about that last minute free kick, we hold an incredibly high line. Yeah. yeah. So, a good delivery, and it was a good delivery from the boy, yeah. he then becomes a 50-50. I'd rather we drop six yards, yeah. face up to it, and when the ball comes in, you're facing the ball, yeah. and all you then have to do is you make sure, make sure you go and hit it. Yeah. Because, as well as we played, we should have scored more than two goals. He should have scored that boy, the head. Yeah. The head in the last minute, he, he should, and if, if he gets it on target, Simon doesn't have enough time to react and it's a goal. Yeah. Uh, is the weakness you're talking to he's trying to mitigate again, is it that he hasn't got many many aggressive good headers of the ball? He's probably got one in Lovren. Matip is tall but isn't he's necessarily not aggressive. aggressive. Not aggressive Gruitch was on at that point who, who seems tall and aggressive but I, he's a young Gruitch kid. is a bit like when I came to England I didn't hit the ball either. Yeah. It's something Ch- that you go, 
Chan's only sort of, sort of yeah, but he's had to learn that. But role it's how you've been brought up, isn't it? Yeah. I played football in Denmark and Holland. We never headed the ball. Yeah. You know, and and they're the same. And all of a sudden, you come to a league, and we saw that on Saturday against Watford, isn't it? Did, we'll, we'll be playing what West Brom in some states. Yeah. People capitalise on. Palace come they, on they, they capitalise on these things. You know what I mean? So, but you have to learn these things. Is the the difference between Saturday, when every outfield player against Watford did not want to defend that first corner when they scored. Yeah. You yeah. could see that. The difference last night was that at least half of outfield players were showing some desire to try and defend. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we still lack... It, it's an art, isn't it? It's an art of, of knowing where to be and, and to get to the ball first, isn't it? We haven't got enough players with that now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, I was talking about the, the fear that goes around the away end or the home end. When, when the, not, it's almost when, not even when it's a corner, when the ball's wide and it could be a corner, it's almost yeah. like, you know, don't don't put it out of play, for, you know, make sure it's a throw in. Or, th- th- have you got that in you? And how does how do Liverpool get rid of that sort of, that self-fulfilling prophecy almost, that it, it, this is going to be troubleless? See, I think under Klopp they never will. I, don't, I just think you're going to have to accept that this Liverpool team will score goals. They'll go anywhere and score goals, but they'll always concede them. I read an interesting piece on the Telegraph yesterday. It's, it's worth a read. Um, looking at Klopp's first 100 games at Liverpool, which was Watford was his 100th, yeah. and his first 100 games at Dortmund, and they're almost identical records. I think he won two more at Dortmund. Yeah, and yeah. Lost he won, a he won less. 50 of his first 100, so 51 yeah, of his yeah. first 101. He's won. So, um, and basically, they'd scored almost identical amount of goals and conceded an almost identical amount of goals. And in his second 100 games at Dortmund, that's when they won the league titles and the German Cup. Yeah. They almost doubled their goal output, and even though they were already high scorers almost doubled the goals that they conceded so they, they didn't really change in their style yeah. they just got better yeah. at scoring goals yeah, yeah. so I just think that that's the way Klopp plays it's almost organised chaos isn't yeah. it and he's got way. such an attacking lineup that you'll have players that can score goals all day but yeah. they're, they're always going to see can, can I ask as a Liverpool fan which which you are obviously do you, do you feel that sometimes we can be guilty of we'll just we'll just have to impossible things so we all want to be entertained we all want to go to Anfield and see exciting stuff which more often than not they do I mean obviously there was times last season when it became a bit of a grind when injuries set in but for the most part Liverpool have been really good to watch to be really good to watch you either have to win 10-0 every week or you're going to be involved in some high scoring games where it's 3-2-4-2 there's going to be a bit of drama are we should should Liverpool fans maybe embrace a little bit more of the chaos that Joe talks about the idea that because, flawed, it, because flawed that's the way he'll be. He, he has no uh, thoughts of changing the way that he wants to approach the game. That's the way he's built his CV. That's how he plays. What Liverpool fans is after is almost the perfect game, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. You know, some of them were brought up in the perfect game in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. were, they? Mm. Where you won 4 yeah. 0, and at the end of the game, Team tact. There was nothing you criticised. Was that we can't? Yeah, we can defend. Yeah. Yeah. You know the fullbacks don't get forward too early. They stay in their positions. Midfield control the games. The frontman score goals. So that's a perfect game, isn't it? Uh, to play that, you have to have absolutely yeah, the best players, isn't it? You know, and we, we don't have the best players in the world anymore. They're probably at Real Madrid and, and other clubs. Isn't it? So I I totally agree. I often argue with Liverpool fans. I go, get used to it. Yeah. This is the way it is. People were talking in the summer, we need a striker. I said, forget about it. He's not interested in a striker. 
Yeah. You know, I'm talking about a Lukaku type, you know, yeah. that's what we Obama, need. Yeah, Some of them yeah, maybe yeah. that is what we need, but he has no interest. Yeah. You know, so get used to the way he wants to play. It's no good talking about this is what we want because our manager wants something totally different and this is how we play. And if you give yourself 10 minutes to analyse the way he plays, you know exactly what to expect. And winning 4-3 or drawing 4-0, or yeah. that, that is just part of it. And being weak at set pieces, maybe that is part of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you think, do you think there is anything personnel-wise that he can do with, with the set-piece issue. He, he says he says not necessarily. I think Jamie Carragher said something similar. He said, well, the Watford goal that you were talking about. This is a whole set-up, isn't it? Saturday. You know, it's, it's, it very rarely, although we always end up going, oh, he should have marked or he should have mm. marked. But it very rarely it's an individual thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a team thing, isn't it? It's how you set up and it's how you block. Uh, and it's, it's where you defend and the amount of pressure you put on your own teammates yeah. to do and, their job. And also, it is easier to attack a ball as an attacker than to clear one as a defender it, it's it's an easier if you've got the advantage of knowing who's delivering it where he's probably going to put it yeah, and yeah. you're getting a run yeah. and you only need you know you can you can get a, a decent contact as a defender and it still drops a bit like Jamie Vardy on, on, on Friday yeah, night yeah. the Emirates isn't it I mean yeah. they obviously knew that they were going to put it into that area yeah. isn't it you know, and you attack it you get you get half a yard on the defender it, it does give you an advantage uh, what's not going to help Liverpool's situation is that Every media outlet is, is going to keep publishing yeah, yeah. these stats, you know. And that's you, that Joe. That's Joe. Yeah, <laughs> Joe's right all over that, isn't it? BT, BT again last night, isn't yeah. it? And they, they had three ex-Liverpool players in the panel, isn't it? But they're putting them under pressure, and you know, yeah. and, and and they have to deal with it. Everybody's talking about it, you know. Yeah. And I can imagine Klopp thinking, yeah, you know, this is getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. What, what was what did you do at uh, corners? What was your role? Were you, were you near post clearer, or you? Uh... Yeah, it was. I mean, eventually, I became a near post clearer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one right in front. Yeah, uh, the most what, the most important sometimes because a lot of and a surprised amount of corners go there. Yeah, even intentionally or otherwise. Yeah. You saw the one the Wofford. I, I don't believe that was deliberate. That the third goal. No, on Saturday. No, of course not. But it's created a goal yeah. from. from I mean, I was not a great header for the ball, but I was six. Foot, I was almost six foot two. Yeah. So you, you you fill up at the near post and and you, you try and get something on it, but it, it was always the same when we played. Isn't it, Ronnie Moran? There's only one ball. Yeah. You know, and if you clear the ball, regardless of what your role is, if you see an opportunity to clear the ball, clear it. We dealt with that situation that way. Yeah. Um, Joe, obviously move, moving forward then into into the full back positions, and we'll talk about we'll talk about the left back shortly, um, whoever that may be, going forward. But the right back last night, that that is, I mean, if you if you had five wishes as a as a as a boy growing up, he's he's completed two of them, I think, hasn't he? In one <laughs> night, there. what are the other three now? I'm not telling you. Not, <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, take we'll take answers. We'll take answers from uh, from listeners on that one. We'll reveal all in the next episode. Yeah, it was it was a brilliant performance, wasn't it? And just a a real sort of magical moment, wasn't it, when he took yeah. that free kick? Because I could hear Andy Kelly from yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it's uh, just such an energetic young player. He can pass a ball really well. He's he's quite intelligent, and uh, to strike it. A dead ball like that. I don't. I don't suppose Liverpool have too many players that can strike a dead ball very well. Yeah. And if he can sort of stake a claim, yeah. well, it's it's, it's 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 all the better, isn't it? And I, I don't see Nathaniel Klein getting back in the team at the yeah. moment. Um, it's a, a big problem. Yes, he might get back in because of the young player syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. You play the ups and downs. You play some games, and then the manager feels, or some test shows that he's a little bit tired, and yeah. your mind gets a bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of 
probably going forward. It's every opportunity that Trent's yeah. going to be the, the, the first choice. Yeah, but the, I mean, the chance for Clan could be Alexander Arnold further forward, couldn't it, in terms of moving into yeah. a midfield role? Because he's certainly, Absolutely. if you're talking you about, we're talking about them sharp movement he players, play he's anywhere. got that ability. Yeah. Well, to, he can play anywhere, but he can play in them. Yeah, he, he so. can knock it and run, can't yeah. he? You know, he can, he can, he can change the pace of your life. But the free kick last night, the distance helped, didn't it? Yeah. For the type of free kick taker yeah. he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got free kick takers who are great from 20 yards, yeah. who, who lift it and whatever. But the distance helped. Yeah. But it was a, it was a great obviously, and we could see on the TV pictures they started outside the goal, didn't they? Yeah, went yeah. back inside, and as much as the goalkeeper was trying, he just never ever was given an opportunity. Yeah. It was yeah. absolutely perfectly in the bottom yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Klopp said he um, he has competitions with Ben Woodburn after training, and yeah. he said it's, it's always a very close battle between those two. So maybe we'll see uh, we'll see yeah. Ben Ben and uh, Trent. Yeah, but it's 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 the new generation of footballers. Yeah, at Manchester United is Rashford, isn't it? It's because of what they go through at the academies. It's much more thorough than it's ever yeah. been, and they go through all aspects of games, and they find out whether any of them. In in our days, like, yeah, but he's a fullback. He's a, he can't. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Today it's like he's a footballer. Yeah, can yeah. you can you take it? Can you take a corner? Can you take a free kick? You know. Yeah. So and they, and they're just taught. And they would have spent hours practicing that, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Whereas in our day, it was like almost a crime. What, what are you spending next? I was going to say, did you did you practice no. your free kicks at no, all? Because you, I, I imagine you wouldn't have even had the the wall, the mannequins that they no, have now. You no, know, at Melwood, you know. But we never ever practice a free kick, and for the sheer reason that the coaches staff used to say, you put the ball down, they put the wall up. What you can see, you can see. We can't help you with that. If you think you can put in the in in, in the goal, you do it. If not, Barnsley will do it with his left foot or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so but it was one of them, isn't it? Go, no, no, we don't believe in yeah. in the. And I'm not saying that they, that what he did last night is not something they would have practiced. But this is what you're going to do. But he would have done that a hundred thousand million yeah. times, you know. Yeah. yeah. He, he made the, a bit of a, he was involved in the goal, wasn't he? In terms of putting his hand up and maybe a bit of bit of a the callowness of, of youth, if you like, in terms of just rather than dealing with the ball, he, he's trying to ask for offside. But what did you make of his performance well, at the, right back? The, the, the goal thirty years ago. The fullback would have been round on the cover for the centre half, yeah. But again, we go back to that club. Yeah. money's fullback there. Yeah. Yeah. Klopp wants his fullback slightly ahead of the centre half, and that's what happened, isn't it? Yeah. So you kind of go. We've all did, we've been caught with the two of them in between our three defenders, Lovren, Matip, and uh, Trent, and the two attackers are in between them three, isn't it? So you'd always, if the ball was perfect, you're always going to have a problem, weren't you? But generally, his performance was good. Yeah. I thought Saturday was a real eye opener for him because playing under twenty three football, every game's played the same, aren't they? Yeah. Every team play the same. It's a nice yeah. technical game, no physicality. And then you play Watford, who mix it up. You know they play, but they also play yeah. a lot of high balls, long balls, and he has to learn that. You know, and sometimes as a, as a fullback, when the other team do go long and, and they want to hit the front and flick things on, then sometimes as a fullback you have to come round and cover. Yeah. But he'll learn from that because the one thing that comes across as well as him being a great athlete. He seems to be a bright boy. Yeah, yeah he yeah. seems to do the basics well as well, doesn't he? In terms of yeah. he's got a good first touch, he, he, he can pass, he can he can use both of his feet. He seems he's strong as well, considering yeah. he's, he's quite thin, isn't he? Yeah, very, yeah. very tall and skinny. He's, lad, he's, he's, I mean, he's got that Gerard thing. Yeah. That Gerard was, was straight up and, and, and stick thin, wasn't he, when he yeah. came into the team, the jersey hanging off him. Yeah, and he's got that, yeah, but he, he, he never shakes a tackle, does he? No. Gets involved, got booked last night for a bit of yeah. back chats to the referee, didn't he? And you want someone to get stuck in, don't you? You want someone to be you know, to, to be emotionally involved in the game. So, you know, hugely impressed by it. Yeah. Above anything, it's a great story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. You know, it used to appear through the walls of Melbourne to watch, yeah, watch exactly. the first it's just, you know, it's just like a great story, isn't yeah. it? 
Did, did you have that? I mean, you you had you had Robbie coming through at that. Do you do you play on that with a young player? Do you say to you know, yeah. Do you almost get it? Try and get into it's, the head and say, "Look, it's how, almost, how, how lucky are you?" Almost, it's you know, almost like over the top, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But you, you're just trying to help, aren't you? Go yeah. on, this is where you dropped up all your life. And, yeah, and yeah. Go make a name. Go and make a name for yourself. Yeah. You know I mean? and, and the players are genuine, aren't you? you need, because the Liverpool players, most of them have done a lot of things. We've done a lot of things. So you go, come on, it's your turn now. This is what you want, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know, go and go and take it. You know, and it's like you're only going to get one chance at this, yeah. So. Go and enjoy it and go and do it. I remember reading a great story about Jamie, from Jamie Carragher's book about yourself and John Barnes. I think you were playing a, a reserve game and he said he was nervous. He was going up for the first time to play for the reserves and he said you you and Barnes, you were doing keep-ups in the change rooms saying, I don't worry about these today, Jamie. They they couldn't get the ball off us too in the telephone box yeah, and yeah, stuff like it is that. It's it's as much as what can you do to help, isn't it? All the help they need, they, they, they've had from the training ground, haven't they? They're physically fit and being told or whatever. And then it's just that little bit of yeah. mental, isn't it? What, what, what can be... Enabling almost, Stop, yeah. stop worrying about it. You know? yeah. You're here because you're good enough. That's the biggest thing, you, the biggest message. Isn't it? You're here because you belong, yeah. you know? And I think if, if he was in any doubt, he knows now this is for real, isn't it? This is not... Because we do see young players play a couple of games and then where, where have they gone? We never see yeah. them again, yeah? yeah. I think he now knows this is real. This is going to be my life for the next 15, 17 seasons, you know. <laughs> Some life. Some yeah, life. yeah. Who, who would have done that with you then when you went to Ajax? Would Cruyff, would Cruyff be the one yeah, who, we also in a, a different way, obviously? We had a Danish midfield player called Soren Lerby, who yeah. some of our listeners might remember. And he was kind of the one, you know what I mean? Yeah, because he knew a little bit more about me. And he said, yeah. well, I guess this is all he ever wants to do. I said, well, yeah, it is. He said, well, he is. You know, you're not going to get a better opportunity. He said, we're the best team in the in the land which yeah. always helps isn't it you know? <laughs> yeah. no but it does done it because yeah. you know you're going to be winning and he said you go and, and you're, you're with all these others all the same age as you you know Van Basten yeah. and Rijkaard and all and he said get on with it and enjoy yeah. it give the ball to that fellow at number 14 on the well that always shirt. helps doesn't it when you somebody <laughs> like him yeah, yeah. is that who I think it is yeah, <laughs> yeah it is he's the one smoking in the yeah, corner yeah, yeah. Yeah. in the corner of the bath um, well, the other full back then I mean I'm going to nail your colours to the mast here I can't believe them it's Moreno starting the season however well he did in pre-season I can't believe that Liverpool have got to the stage where they've bought a left back and they've still got the guy who they didn't want at all last season playing I don't think he's actually been terrible in the first few games at all but he's been very Moreno in, in the, the failings are still there what, 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 what's your take on the left back situation where is he, it's, a, where is it's a very strange situation as you say to, for him to be so far out the picture last season he started two games. Two Premier League games. Right Palace start. was the Palace. last game in November, I think. And he started the Arsenal game, yeah. didn't he? So for him to be so out of the picture and then for Klopp to say he's 100% back and be yeah. back first choice. From uh, a friendly. It, yeah, from a training. friendly, yeah. It's, it's certainly a strange one. I, funnily enough, I actually think he's played all right the first two games in terms of, again, like we've just said, you know with Moreno what he's all about. Yeah. You're not going to get Moreno to start becoming this solid left back. <laughs> yeah. He's always going to be he's such a threat in the attack. And with Liverpool with all these threatening players, he's another option, isn't he? He seems to always be there when they need someone overlapping or, or yeah. playing playing balls into the box. So he is a threat, but he's always going to have the same old issues. It'd be interesting to see whether Robertson puts any pressure on him. I, yeah. I thought in a couple of the pre-season friendlies he looked all right, and whether he he does have enough about him. Um, but it seems that Milner's days there at left back are done yeah. now, doesn't it? So yeah, it's a strange one. It's hard to get your head around, but again, you just got to put your faith in Klopp and think, well, it's his, it's his idea. But it isn't that where the the answer yeah, yeah. lays? As long as Klopp is the manager, yeah. there will always be room 
for somebody with the qualities of Moreno, yeah? Yeah. Pochettino wouldn't entertain him. Yeah. You know, or, 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 yeah, or Mourinho, Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't entertain him, would no. he? But Klopp, Klopp can see positives in his strength, yeah? Mm -hmm. Which is obviously his pace, yeah. isn't it? And he's very good at being part of creating havoc. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere, all over the field. Isn't it? But, but he, I totally agree. Yeah. There was a moment last night, I think, where he was, they were, they were winning 2-1. Well, certainly two nil. He was in the opposition box, just just ahead of the ball, you yeah, know, yeah. asking for a pass. And yeah. you think, just anyone, and almost any other manager down the years. Imagine Rafa Benitez yeah. with, <laughs> with, with, with Moreno up there. Yeah. No, I think he'd have taken him off there and then. But we were warned, weren't we? When Klopp came out and said, you know, yeah. uh, he'd done it ever so well in pre-season. Yeah. He looked like a, a new man. Mm. Uh, do, you, do you take him as a word on that? Do you, do you think? Do you think he he has? Or do you think he that there is a a selling element to it? I don't least? Know. No, yeah, I don't exactly. if, if you're gonna sell him, you don't play him in the first two games of the season, yeah. do you, and take that risk? I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought so anyway. I I tend to take Klopp with a lot of things he says on face value. He does seem to be that sort of manager. He's not like Rafa who played the game a little yeah. bit. Yeah. He does seem okay, to be a straight to the point type of guy, doesn't he? So I wouldn't take him. Don't forget, Moreno takes free kicks too. Top one in preseason, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Two free yeah. Kicks oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Robertson, yeah, Robertson. I mean, not been in the squad yet. Competitively, obviously had a couple of goals. Is is that a bit a bit of a, a hark back to a to a, maybe your era when it was sort of yeah we've signed yeah you, we know you're a good player but you're gonna have to do a few months here getting used to how we play because yeah, they they do seem I think Chris Baskin was in was in a podcast a couple of weeks ago and he said. He didn't name names, but I think you could decipher that he meant Robertson. He said there was a couple of players who were struggling with the training. Yeah, I can imagine that. The intensity of it and the, the way they were playing. I can absolutely imagine that. Uh, I can imagine the type of training he'd have done at Hull would have been a lot of static stuff yeah. and being taught, whereas everything Liverpool do is 100 miles an hour and sometimes they have more yeah. than one ball when they play little games mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I think he'd have struggled with all that, absolutely. The one thing about Robertson that amazes me, last time they got relegated, not this time, but last time, I'd have took him then. Yeah, you know, but he was allowed to go into the championship with him, come back up and have another season. So I think he's going to need a little bit of work. But yeah. he's got the potential. He's got a real eye for joining in and going forward. He's probably slightly stronger defensively than, than any of other potential left backs. Uh, so he'll come. Yeah. But come. if I was Jay Milner, somewhere along the lines, I'd be a little bit disappointed. Not that I'm not playing left back. Yeah, but not in the team. Yeah. Yeah. Do you look better than you when he came on last night? I thought Milner. He made the difference. I mean, Jordan. Jordan didn't have a great game in, in midfield for the reason. Does Jordan discussing. look? I'm not talking about physically fit, but does he actually look like he's over his problem? I'm not yeah. Sure. I, I'm, but there was a, there was a moment just literally before he went off. He tried. He got in the box. Yeah. And I I remarked in, in the office. I said, "Look, Henderson's in the penalty." You know, like yeah, yeah. I, I'm, that was his job. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah, his, that's his, right. You know, yeah. he that was his sort of. His MO when he was yeah. coming through, he, he was he was going to be not necessarily a, a Frank Lampard style, but no, he was, was like a, a gambling midfielder, running off the the, the shoulders. Just doesn't isn't do it, it anymore, no. does he? And whether it's because he can't do it because of his fitness, or whether it's because he's he's been rooted into this yeah. this role of the number six. But it would be nice to see if, if he still had if if you, if you had a, a more specialist defensive midfielder, whether you'd get a little bit more of Jordan yeah. playing as a as a number eight. I still think when he's hopefully does get over this problem, if he's not quite over it yet. But I thought he made a few decent interceptions last night. Yeah. Do I, I quite like him in a, a defensive role because he's got enough energy to sort of yeah. get across, and he played really well at the start of last season. Yeah, he um, did. So I, I sort of holding on to the hope that yeah. he can rediscover that form. The Chelsea game, he was just yeah supreme. So his last game as well before he got injured was Tottenham, wasn't it? And I think yeah. he, he he really stamped that one down as a, as a midfielder. I, I big big fan of big fan of Jordan. I, I, I do agree with you. I know. I think. The, 
it didn't seem like it didn't it seem like he had every, as, every gear. It last just doesn't seem as free flowing as it was, yeah. was it? Because there was one thing you just never worried about his ability to get yeah. around and be involved and whatever. Now all of a sudden you sometimes look and you go, "Yeah, is he holding back?" Yeah, a little is bit it just or, yeah. something there? Is it, is it the tactics from the manager, which I believe it's not? Maybe it's just something. Could it else. be a bit of rustiness? Yeah, well, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, possibly, it does take time and. Yeah. Obviously, the older you get, I'm not, he's not at that age yet, but it does take a little bit longer what, sometimes. What was the injury? He had an Achilles injury? Achilles, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I think, was it you said that it was, you played against United? Yeah. And and you you were running the show and yeah. realised quickly, I've, I've got a problem with this Achilles. Yeah, yeah. but obviously in them days, rehab was totally different than what it is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. these days, isn't it? But, but that doesn't mean that everything can be cured just like that. Yeah, but do you have a moment where you sort of... You're not necessarily injured. You've got no pain, but you've got a little bit in your head. You think, oh, I don't necessarily want to sprint too yeah. much because yeah, because you can that goes think, again. I don't fancy that. Yeah, and you always think as a player, you always think, well, I can play my way through it. And then the time we have in between the games, yeah. with, with, the, with the staff we have available, we can maybe put it right, isn't it? So yeah. the one thing you certainly don't want to do is miss games. Isn't yeah, it? well, it's a short turnaround, as Joe says. He, he missed. He hasn't played since February. That's yeah. his first competitive game Saturday, and he's playing Tuesday. Yeah, yeah you know, away from home. Intense and the second game is always the worst. Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, what about? we move on to the 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 non Hoffenheim related uh, issues then. So the the big one really is Coutinho. Joe, we've discussed this in other podcasts yeah. with with Neil Fitz and with other people. We, you 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 think he'll stay at Liverpool? Obviously, I, I don't see any reason now how the club can go against the statement he made yeah. last Friday because clearly that statement was made knowing what was coming late in the day with, with the transfer request they, they, they've they painted themselves into a corner that they, they can't fold now surely yeah well that's the main reason why I think he'll stay because it would be a PR disaster if they sold him now didn't sign anyone and and the summer ended <laughs> on that note can yeah. you imagine the, the uproar James Milner amongst, with his number 10 fans. shirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the playmaker it's funny actually because reading again anyone who's been in the room with Klopp will know that you sort of have to be in the room with him to, to decipher some of his quotes sometimes because yeah. he talks about everything and, and nothing at the same time it. sometimes doesn't he but reading some of his quotes I wonder now whether Klopp would because he's dealt with players leaving before at Dortmund doesn't he he was used yeah. to it on, almost on a yearly basis and I wonder now whether Klopp would have thought, you know what, I'd take the money. If he doesn't want to be here, yeah. then I'll take the money and I'll build the squad around other people. He certainly doesn't want to waste any energy on people who don't want to be here or people who don't want to be part of it, yeah. which was pretty clear with Sacco last year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, 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 this is not what we use our energy. We use our energy on the field, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think it's a real difficult... I think Liverpool played it well. Mm-hmm. Klopp came out and said he's not for sale. Yeah. And then just to make sure, I think Klopp would have asked the owners listen just so everybody knows yeah. you make a statement and yeah. I think they expected Coutinho to do what he did and now everybody knows where everybody stands yeah, yeah. it's just where do we go from here yeah. I think it's really difficult the last thing we must get is a situation where Liverpool fans are actively seeking for the club to sell them yeah. you know because people go well you know burn yeah. his shirt and, no 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 because that's what he player. wants isn't yeah. it yeah. he wants a situation where he goes I can't stay yeah. so for the Liverpool fans play it calm He's still here. Nothing has happened. Don't get upset. Don't get wound up. Don't give him yeah. a reason. And when he comes back, welcome him back. I remember the Suarez one that summer. Um, I think it was. I think it was Steven Gerrard's testimonial. I think he played Olympiacos, and Suarez came off the bench. And I, it was like a surprise that Suarez was in the squad. He'd been training on his own early in the week and stuff like that. And I always remember. I could well. I, I wrote at the time, and I said on on TV at the time. I thought. 
his agent would have been thinking, go and play in that game, get booed, yeah, yeah, and then course. go into the club and say, Absolutely go. Come they don't want now. me. Well, yeah, they don't want me. And, and they all cheered him. He come on yeah. with a hero's reception. And, uh, this is the same. It's almost need, like the... Oh, we need like, the same for, for Coutinho, isn't yeah. it? You certainly don't want fans to start turning against him. It's the last thing you want, isn't it? Yeah. So keep calm. Let's see what happens. Reports today in Spain. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll preface it with that. Cause that you that, two would do well in Spain, working on papers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just write. He just write whatever, don't yeah. yeah. Senor Rimmer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. But no, I mean, reports today in Spain suggesting that Coutinho is willing to sit tight for a season and not play. He's told Klopp he doesn't want to play again. Well, well it's, it's just not well, true, is it? I mean, far be it to, to have a go at another reporter or another journalist. It's not true, that is it. He, he, nobody, no footballer does that. Nobody wants to give up a World Cup. But certainly nobody wants to give up a World Cup if you're Brazilian yeah, where you have a real chance of positive yeah, yeah. I cannot see that. That's the one on. thing that's in our favour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's in a year. I, I think they'll force him to stay. I think he might kick up a fuss until the end. For he'll have a little salt, won't he? Yeah, and then, and then he'll stay. It wouldn't surprise me again if he signs a new deal at Christmas with a get-out clause. They give it all that and then he goes next summer yeah. in, a, in a more amicable way. But... He's not. He's he's really only in the last year established himself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't in the last so, World Cup. Yeah, so he's not going to give it up now. No, and and those two newspapers, it's always Mundo Deportivo and um, Sport. Yeah, they're Catalan based. Yeah. they've been saying he's going to be announced in the next forty-eight yeah. hours. For the next last Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was for the last two weeks. There's a brilliant it? tweet from James Pierce, wasn't it? Said the Barcelona have been forced to cancel their uh, their un- planned unveiling of Casino because Liverpool haven't sold them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that will that will put a spanner in the works, won't it? Um, in terms of can Liverpool replace Coutinho whether it's through players they've already got in the squad which doesn't seem likely at the moment can, have Liverpool got any time to get a Coutinho replacement of, of any sort before the transfer window shut anyway if, 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 if they did decide that I think Liverpool would have half expected some interest in Coutinho and I'd be amazed if they didn't have a really short list yeah or potential uh, replacements, whoever that is. I mean, Lanzini has been yeah. has been linked. Uh, that, that doesn't get my uh, no, it doesn't get, get my juices flowing either. <laughs> yeah. What what he what he is, Lanzini, he's a player that can play at a high tempo. You know, he can he can work his brain, he's work his feet, and he can play. Uh, so so that would maybe be the the first thing yeah. that Liverpool would like about him. But in terms of that quality, you know, whether that's assist or goals. He's some way of what Coutinho yeah. produces. Yeah, he's more Coutinho when Coutinho first comes to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even a bit, maybe a bit below that. Yeah. Um, would Coutinho have looked at Barcelona? Did you watch Barcelona on Sunday, Joe? Any chance against no, Real Madrid? No, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Would he have looked at that Barcelona team and thought, What do you want to go there for? Or, no. or <laughs> would he have thought, Bingo? I can go there. I'm straight in that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, well, he is straight in that team. Yeah. He is straight in that team. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Gerard Delafay was starting <laughs> in a Classico. <laughs> It was upset. Well, it gives you an idea of where Barcelona have yeah. ended up, haven't they? Uh, you know, they've they've it, they've just been over reliant on the front three. If the front three getting them out of trouble, isn't yeah. it? As long as we've got the front three and the, the interest is still there from all the media in the world, we still sell the shirts and we still win our trophies, isn't it? And then all of a sudden, Iniesta's on his last legs. Yeah. The next one is Busquets, isn't it? Yeah. When they're no longer there. Yeah. I have no idea. Because well, I, I, I think they've got to be careful. I had a, a, a friend of mine, a Liverpool fan, messaged me on, on Sunday and said, would you take any of these Barca players as part X for Coutinho? And I said, well, I'm, I went, well, I'll take Messi. <laughs> I'll take Suarez. 
I would maybe take Umtiti as as a, as a push, mm. and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't guarantee they go straight in the team, oh. and I, and I would probably have Busquets for a couple of seasons. Yeah. But, but then you wouldn't have Busquets in England, would you? Because yeah, he'd be, he would not in Klopp's team either. Oh, and he's theatrical, so you yeah. just couldn't put up. But that's why I'm delighted that Danny Alves went to PSG. You know what <laughs> I mean? You couldn't put up but after 12 months. Yeah. Mm. But, but you look at that Barcelona squad and, you know, Andre Gomez and Rafinha and Denis Suarez and De La Feu. There's, there's not a lot there nope. that, would, that would take Liverpool's fancy. In, nope, in that. Absolutely so if, not. If, I think Liverpool could look at that game on Sunday and say, you need them even more than we yeah. thought you did. Yeah. You can you can add some money onto that price now or in twelve months. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I just can't believe how far they've fallen behind. Yeah, I mean, Real Madrid had a cancer, you know. Yeah, ten men. Even with ten men, it just made no made, made no difference. I mean, they're still one of the top teams, isn't it? But you, you lose four 0 against PSG, and I know that the freak result turns it around. Is but it was on the night where they didn't even play well. They just got lucky. Yeah. Or maybe it was like the history of the club. Sometimes the history of the yeah. club is enough. Yeah. Then. The Liverpool uh, effect almost. Yeah, like, almost, yeah. isn't it? So Yeah. What what about uh, what about signings and getting people in? Liverpool not yet looking likely to do that at the moment. We've a couple of links with the Nice midfielder, uh, who's playing tonight against Napoli, Seri. Uh, I must admit I haven't seen I him. I haven't seen him either, but I know somebody that I work with uh, for Danish T V and we have the French League and he says he's a very, very good player. Yeah. I trust this but yeah, he says a very, very good yeah. player. And obviously the other one we were linked with was the boy from Ajax, was it? Uh, was that Sanchez? Uh, was it? No, no, the, the other uh, one. attacking midfielder. Yeah. Zest. Oh, Zest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hakim Zest. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. He scores a lot of free kicks, doesn't he? He's yeah. A, he's a set piece. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, a mate of mine told me a weird story about uh, Seri, which I, I've not in any way even researched to see if this is true. He told me he has ingrowing toenails and he doesn't want to play anywhere. <laughs> where there's cold weather. Oh really? I have seen that. It, he's got some sort of skin skin complaints. I think it is. And uh, in cold weather, it, uh, it 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 plays up. Yeah, plays up. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was in Grand Tour else, but we'll, we'll check that. We yeah, should have checked that before. Yeah. yeah well, that would be a that would be a good backgrounder. It's if, definitely, if does, definitely uh, a first, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely is. Yeah. But do, do you think Liverpool get someone in, um, either at centre half, midfield? After the Watford game and leading up to this Hoffenheim game, there was some uh, quotes from Klopp, wasn't there? That yeah. He was possibly looking and he wasn't quite happy. So, yeah, I think we will. Yeah. I'm not sure it's going to be on the top shelf. The Van Dijk situation is, I think everybody now knows that if Southampton are going to sell him, they'll rather sell to Chelsea yeah. or Arsenal or Manchester City than, than, than Liverpool. So, I'm not convinced it's going to be on the top shelf. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't find good players. Well, I mean, that seems odd to me, like just ignoring where we work and, and the city we, we, we live in, obviously. But Southampton have sold to everyone. Yeah, I know, yeah. You know, just, yeah. I, know. I don't know why they're trying to give it all, that's because they're a selling club and then everybody yeah. knows that. You know? Tottenham have taken more as much as Liverpool yeah. from Southampton. Absolutely. They've taken a manager, they've yeah, taken yeah. players. Yeah. You know, Manchester United have taken Everton a couple of players. Everybody, everybody, takes, <laughs> everybody takes from Southampton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why, why is it... Why is it suddenly that Liverpool? I don't know what Liverpool could have done to upset them. Yeah. To the fact that, yeah, okay, we might want to sell, but we don't want to sell to Liverpool. Yeah. I, I really don't get that. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, we we joke about sort of they must have a good relationship between the clubs because they've been on the You'd phone so, time over the last few years. We've definitely paid for their training ground. Yeah, but I've, I've Liverpool as well. I've sat down almost not stumbled upon a little business plan that. We've got we've got a market here, you know. We the next guy we sign, whoever it is, Buffalo or yeah, Romeo yeah. or whatever. Whoever the next one is, yeah. 
we know someone who'll have him yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a couple of years' time. Yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a great tweet from Matt Letizia, wasn't there, last week when they signed... Um, Lamina. Lamina, yeah, yeah, from Juventus, and he yeah. said, uh, good luck at Liverpool in, in, in 2018. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that, there is a bit of truth to that, so isn't there? I don't there? know what's going on there. So yeah. I'd we, like to see Van Dijk, though. I really like Van Dijk. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, he's come through Holland and then at, at Celtic and Southampton, but do you think he's, he's Champions League level, top, top level? He looks player? it. He looks it. I mean, you know, people take to to different environments and, and a step up in quality and a step up in expectation differently. But he just looks. He yeah. looks right. I mean, the one thing they always talk about. I mentioned this before, Neil, about Holland, and they talk about personalities. You know, I go, what about this player? And they go, well, he's okay, but he lacks personality. Yeah. And they're very big on that, especially with central defenders. And if you look at Ronald Koeman and his success with central defenders, it's been incredible. Yeah. Because he picks central defenders with personalities. Mm. Yeah. And this boy looks like he's got a real personality, yeah. which adds to his ability to take on the pressure, to take on the role and what is expected, you know. So he just looks right to me. Yeah. You yeah. know, he looks right to me. Yeah. Well, fits in as well, though, I think, with Klopp, doesn't he, in terms of like we just talked about, they're always going to concede goals. But if he has better personalities and better yeah, things, yeah. like he had at Dortmund, yeah. then it makes you. A bit like Matt Hummels, isn't yeah. he, in a yeah, way, yeah. isn't he? You know, yeah. the sort of same type. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good comparison as well. Um, Crystal Palace then coming up at the weekend. <laughs> Bogey team at, uh, at Anfield. In yeah, but forget about year. that, Jones. But Frank De Boer. Um, Frank De Boer is, is doing the Premier in. League a favour, I'm telling you. Yeah? Yeah. Go on. He's going to make Crystal Palace into the most attractive team to play against. Of that, I have no doubt. Really, yeah? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so it's... Gonna elaborate a little bit. Well, I mean, we've seen uh, Sam Allardyce. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace is not about Sam Allardyce, but Crystal Palace had a style that you didn't really want to play against. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they they
Yeah. If every time you have a big game and you want to change, you'll never get there. So we have to play our way through it. And I think that's what they'll do. Yeah. Well, those are hard even as well. So no. they haven't even got that X factor against against no. Liverpool on Saturday, no. which is I'm sure that's a very very big boost. What about you, Joe? You uh, you encouraged now by hearing uh, Frank de Boer's uh, favour to the Listen, Premier Listen, that might not be right. That <laughs> might not be right. But I just definitely, you know, I think yeah, I think for someone like Frank de Boer to come in and manage Palace, it's might be a bit of an eye opener to see the sort of quality players that they you, are. You had a little bit to say about Frank de Boer, didn't you? Did you have, have something to say about? Did I have a conversation with you about Frank de Boer this summer? I just I just worried. I don't think he he would suit certain types of clubs. No, like, I like Jan just said. Yeah. That, you know, you, you're going into Palace. And changing not just a little bit, you're completely changing that club and the way that they play, the way that they've played the last five. Well, look at their last years. last managers. Is it Pulis, Warnock, and Allardyce? Yeah, and then before that, Holloway. They had a guy yeah. called Pardew. Pardew, Pardew of course, course. Yeah. You know, I know exactly. <laughs> they're not. They're not on the same. That's, exactly. That's, that's a, the same. a different patch, yeah. isn't it? Gone and then you have an owner uh, who wants. I tell you what, we want to do. We want to completely change. Yeah, we want to be more attractive. We want to. We want. Then you go. Ask for, for what reason? What is it that you're trying to achieve? Because you're not going to achieve anything near the top end. Yeah. That that door is just. So what is it that you want? Yeah. When the most important thing and the only thing that should be important is survival. I know it's negative, but that's the only thing that matters for Crystal Palace. Yeah. Well, they they certainly got a rude awakening on Saturday with uh, with Huddersfield going down there and, and and doing them over. What did you make of the first weekend of the season? There was a couple amazing. of shocks in there. I mean, Burnley going to. to it Chelsea. was amazing. I mean, it, what game were you doing? You did Arsenal well, I, was, I was at Arsenal on a Friday night. Which after 80 minutes, you know, Wenger is, yeah, is the biggest out. criminal yeah, in the world, isn't it? And then on Sunday... So it's funny, isn't it? So Friday night, after 80 minutes, Wenger's out, isn't it? He hasn't got a clear hopeless. And then they turn around and, to be fair, they didn't play well. They don't look a good team, but that's another thing. And Saturday, we got Huddersfield. I mean, everybody goes, you want to watch out for Huddersfield? They're going to be a good team. And then we have the Chelsea situation. And Sunday, I was at Old Trafford and then the title was handed over. Something like that, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it, you know? Yeah. So... But it was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. He, for something that people have been looking forward to for so long, and then for just for, for it to burst onto the scene like it did, it was just surreal. Yeah. You know, absolutely surreal. Yeah. I, I saw uh, there was a guy who had um, he had a bet on both teams to score in both halves on the Liverpool and the Arsenal game, and he was waiting on the, the classical on Sunday for forty five thousand really? pound off a, off yeah. a pound. He's, I mean. The fair, I think I think at the end of the Liverpool game, I think the Premier League was averaging a goal every nine minutes. If you look at the transfer dealings in the summer, a lot of players to enhance the attacking side of the, have been brought in, haven't they? You know. Yeah. I don't know whether that's a refusal to buy defenders or whether they can't find them. But yeah. Some fantastic players, isn't it? I yeah. mean, yes, United play well, but Liverpool beat West Ham four 0 last year. So did yeah. City, and Arsenal beat them five yeah. one. That, by the way, is no benchmark of of, yeah, of, of anyone. Two late goals as well. Yeah, that helped it as well, didn't yeah, it? Because yeah. it was junior last year. Yeah, and United, they won their first think, four games or five games before they played City. City won their first six or five yeah, yeah. last season, and we'd, we'd handed over the title then, hadn't yeah, we, as yeah, well, yeah. to both of them within the space of a month. So, yeah, I think... Yeah. It's going to be rock and roll, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, are you... Uh, the common consensus seems to be the title going to Manchester, one or the other. Are you... You subscribing to that, or do you think I'm subscribing to Manchester City? Yeah, <laughs> I'm subscribing to Manchester City every year because they've got the best players. Yeah, but there's something that stops them winning it. I mean, a lot of people have gone. So Jamie Redknapp is not having them. Yeah, he's not having City, and other people are saying, "Well, it all hinges on on, on Vincent Company yeah. staying fit." Yeah, maybe it does. I mean, as a if I was going to be a coach, I'd like to work with them. Yeah, Bernardo Silva. And yeah. David Silva yeah. and Aguero and Sterling and Sane and 
whatever else, Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, I would like to work with all those. You know, guys. he's signing the left wing back apparently. Yeah, as well. exactly. <laughs> that's where he's going to be playing. Raheem probably right I'm wing. I'm just back. not sure about uh, David Silva now looking like Stephen Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just doesn't look right, does it? It didn't. No, yeah. I, I actually, I had a second glance. I was like, Who's that? Yeah, yeah. you've got this. Yeah, crazy. Um, for the hopes of the weekend, then Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool win. Yeah, Liverpool could, could win. I think it, there's every chance we're going to run all over him and win three or four. Now. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah, well, it's not know. quite a Christian Walsh 8 0. No, it's not, no. Wait, wait till October for them. Yeah. When, when, when the season's <laughs> gone going. What about you, Joe? Are you, are you confident? Yeah, yeah, quite confident, especially after their, their result, the opening day. So, yeah, yeah. What, what always you, score goals. What would you do with the team? Any, anything different from the, the, the two games so far? Unchanged, though, <laughs> unheard of in, in the yeah. Premier League at the moment? I'd possibly maybe put Milner in for, for Chan or Wijnaldum. Yeah. Chan more so because I like the way Wijnaldum sort of knits things together. Yeah, and at home as well. Um, he, yeah. He's much better, isn't he? Yeah. Like you, Jan, same, same again? Yes, there's every chance, isn't it? Yeah. Although he'd be very aware of the, 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 uh, the Hoffenheim game as well, isn't it? Yeah, uh, five games in, yeah. in a relatively short spell, but then he would also think, well, then there's an international break, isn't yeah. it? So, and he likes to work the players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. intense. Uh, intense do, you know do, you know, do you know what I'd rather do? In, instead of changing the team, whatever, I'd rather he made substitution a little bit earlier. Yeah. Because yeah. with my, making substitutions 15 minutes earlier, you're saving. Yeah, some kilometres in the players' legs. Yeah. You know, come yeah. the end of the season, you go low guy. Sometimes just play seventy minutes instead of playing eighty-five, which is another k- kilometre and a half. Yeah, you know? so just save the legs like that. And also, uh, I mean, it's, you can't always do, but you could almost tell the player before the game as well. Look, I'm, you know, if I get a chance today, you're only going to do an hour, and and give, pl- give me give me a big hour. Yeah, <laughs> like as a player, the most important thing is to start, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and if it then makes sense that because of the season that. Players will understand that. Yeah. Did he do that with Henderson, possibly? Last yeah, but well he said that. Didn't yeah. Klopp said it was that nice. It looked that way, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was nice to be able to take him off. It looked that way. Because by the end, I thought Manny and Firmino both looked like they were out on yeah. the feet yeah. after two games. So let's let's uh, let's hope they can um, they can they can finish a good week with a with a. I think we'll be all right. We've got, th- we've got three home games now, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, got, yeah. Hoffman Palace, and Arsenal, and Arsenal. I think we'll win all three. Yeah, that's a tough thumper from Jan Molby no, there. We'll he might have retired from the game, but he's uh, he's still got his uh, same forthright opinions <laughs> and, and, uh, and belief in the Reds. But, uh, we'll, we'll take that. Uh, Jan, thanks very much for your time. You're as welcome, ever, Joe, pleasure. Joe, thanks as well to you. Um, and thank you for listening as well. Hopefully, everything that big, uh, big Jan has said comes true. Thanks a lot. Cheers.